0: blank time welcome in yes it's that time i'm brian baines i'm your host it is tuesday january 31st episode number 623 thanks for coming in Uh, end of the month here this is it one month down already in 2023 lots of football to cover super bowl is set exciting and uh, a few other sports things oh by the way 14 days yes that's 14 days and counting until pitchers and catchers report it's almost baseball time folks yes love it can't wait until we uh get out on the diamond get things rolling get some fantasy baseball going football is pretty well pretty well in the wraps now and uh heading into the all-star breaks here shortly with the NHL followed by the NBA, and yeah, we're rolling, rolling through the year. A couple of couple of notes: uh, Bo Horvat traded yesterday to the New York Islanders. Uh, Horvat 31 goals already this year, uh, tearing it up there in Vancouver. Uh, he will be a free agent after this year, so uh, we'll have to wait and see what uh, what the Islanders are able to get done there. Whether they want to uh try to sign him to a long-term deal or uh whether they will you know depending on where they're at in the standings come trade deadline time if they want to flip him again and uh move him on but i think they'll probably do their best to try to to try to lock him up sign him. they trade away anthony Beauvillier and aturati uh and a conditional first rounder so anything i believe anything uh uh, above above a 12 a number to tw- the number 12 pick so 12 and up uh would not be going this year to the vancouver canucks but uh we have to wait and see how the islanders finish up i think they they plan on that being um uh, a, a worse pick than that this year so could be given that first rounder up this year <coughs> uh kellen moore uh Came to an agreement with the Cowboys' offensive coordinator on Sunday that he would be leaving. Uh, cons- you know, they agreed to part ways, and that lasted for all of a day because Kellen uh, Moore now will be moving to the Chargers as their offensive coordinator. Um, kind of, I kind of like the move. Uh, it's definitely not Frank Reich, thank goodness. Right, it's not Nathaniel Hackett, thank goodness. Didn't want either of those guys uh, ending up with the Chargers, and there was talk that e- either or uh, or both were uh, of interest to the Chargers. So Kellen Moore has led the Cowboys offense over the last four years, uh, top-10 offense all the all, the whole time. Uh, he, was, he was with uh, Garrett for a year, and then uh, with uh, oh, you know, what's his name, the guy that's there now, Mike whatever his name is. Uh, so, yeah, kind of an interesting move by the Cowboys uh, to, to let him go, but maybe I know he was interviewing for some other jobs. Maybe they saw the writing on the wall and decided to, to let him go. So we'll see what the Chargers do with the rest of that coaching staff, whether Moore brings some guys with him, uh, whether they hire I- outside, of, uh, outside of that. Uh, they need a quarterback's coach, uh, probably running back's coach, Uh, some other coordinators in there uh, that they let go. So uh, Kellen Moore to the Chargers. Kind of like the move for the Chargers there. Uh, Step in the right direction. Hopefully hopefully he can get get things kick-started, get the ball downfield, get the running game going, all those things that the Chargers will need to compete uh, in the coming years. Brock Purdy, word came out yesterday uh, he left the game early, Sunday against the Philadelphia Eagles elbow injury and sure enough it is a torn UCL <clears throat> the 49ers are saying six months six months recovery time on this um I- I'm not sure he's getting a second opinion but uh, UCL that to me says one thing and one thing only that's Tommy John surgery uh, we can all ask Ben Roethlisberger how quickly that recovery time came from uh, you know, from elbow surgery. It's not its not a quick recovery. It's certainly not a six-month turnaround, so I'm not sure where exactly they're getting that. Uh, there was some question as to whether it was completely torn and could be repaired maybe more easily if it was torn rather than a complete rebuild. Uh, I don't know the ins and outs of it exactly, but uh, it's not good, not good for Purdy. A guy that really didn't have what you would consider a strong arm anyway and now this just throws more uh more questions into it so the 49ers are left with that with the Trey Lance question they're left with the Jimmy Garoppolo question and they're also left with with this fact I would I would throw out there uh 49ers fans maybe you can help me out on this one but uh uh you know, Kyle Shanahan, we, we love his system. We love what he's done there, but he cannot seem to keep guys healthy, whether it's quarterbacks, whether it's running backs, whether it's receivers. Uh, so whatever, whatever they're doing there uh, apparently is not super uh, conducive to keeping guys healthy. So another thing to, uh, to watch closely. But they are in uh, quarterback limbo going into the offseason season waiting to hear exactly what uh, what the timeline will be on Purdy, but I don't I, I don't think you can plan going forward with him uh, for next year. Also, on the injury front, word came out uh, Ian Rappaport reporting that uh, Kyler Murray is not expected, is probably going to miss at least half of the season next year. <clears throat> that could be uh, the Cardinals kind of throwing in the towel on the season a little bit, saying, hey, we're not going to rush him back. Uh, we're going to lose and start building our franchise back up that way so look for news coming out of trades DeAndre Hopkins of course has been rumored uh, to be on the block there and see what the the Cardinals do in the rebuilding process there in in a conference that's going to be pretty hard to win anyway Uh, they don't even have their new coach hired yet um, so uh, getting off to a little bit of a slow start there. Let's talk football, though. We had two games on Sunday, starting with uh, the first game, Philadelphia 31, San Francisco 7. Was never really a game. Um, Eagles jumped out to pretty good, pretty quick lead, and Purdy, of course, hurt. Uh, Josh, um, you know, Josh Johnson comes in, uh, in relief, uh, the, the fourth quarterback for the 49ers. Uh, he goes 7 for 13. 74 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions before. He left with an elbow injury. Purdy came back into the game, uh, apparently told uh, Shanahan as he was coming back into the game that there's he knew what was going on and it, there was no way he could throw the ball more than 5 or 10 yards. Uh, Purdy ends up 4 for 4, 23 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, basically just just in there to hand the ball off. Uh, for the remainder of the game. Christian McCaffrey, 15 carries, 84 yards, and a touchdown. uh, Four catches for 22. Debo Samuel had uh, five. uh, He had three receptions for 33 yards and six carries for minus nine. Minus nine. He must have had a couple whoppers in there that got him. And then George Kittle, of course, three for 32. Not much to go uh, on in the offensive side of the ball. Just, you know, obviously the quarterback's, did not even throw for a combined 100 yards, so uh, the 49ers were were in trouble and in trouble early. The defense did what they could uh, to stem the tide, but it wasn't enough. Jalen Hurts didn't really even have to do that much. 15 for 25, 121 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. He did have 11 carries for 39 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Thank you. Won me a little. Uh, won me a little wager there. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell was your leading rusher, 14 carries for 48 yards. Uh, Miles Sanders was 11 for 42, but he got in the end zone twice, twice for Sanders there for the touchdowns. Boston Scott, 6 for 21, also got into the end zone on the ground. Uh, Devontae Smith, 2 for 36. And, of course, the controversial uh, early one in the game, you know, the referees, of course, taking the heat for this. Um, You know, it was a tough one to call. I think uh, if you're the 49ers or if you're anybody, right, you can see, and I was questioning it as I was watching it, Devontae Smith gets up from making the catch and is immediately making what appears to be the signal. You know, he's frantically giving the signal for, you know, let's get to the line of scrimmage. Let's get this ball snapped. Get to the line of scrimmage. Quick, quick, quick. We got to get this going because he knew, obviously, he knew that uh, he did not make the catch. He knew that it was not a good catch. Uh, got got the team to the ball. They snapped it, got it off, and uh, end up scoring the touchdown a couple plays later on that one. But you know, what are you going to do? What really didn't factor that much into the overall scheme of things uh, for how how the game was going to go. Uh, A.J. Brown four for twenty-eight. Dallas Goddard five for twenty-three. Just not <clears throat> not a lot of offense. It was uh, more defense and um, the. Philadelphia Eagles were able to end up in pretty good field position uh, a lot during the game leading to uh, short drives and easy scores and a, a route so they are moving on to the Super Bowl representing the NFC this year they will meet the Kansas City Chiefs they win at 23 to 20 this was a great game uh, Joe Burrow 26 of 41. 270 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, uh, four carries for 30 yards for Burrow. Not his best performance, not completely sharp. Spent a lot of time running around. The Chiefs did a great job of uh, applying the pressure, getting the pass rush in, several sacks. I think they had uh, two, three-and-a-half, four-and-a-half, five five sacks total. Um, And, yeah, so... Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are moving on. Joe Burrow, as I said, 26-41, 270, one touchdown, two interceptions, four for 30 on the ground. Samaj P. Ryan was uh, your leading rusher, five carries, 22 yards, three catches for four. Uh, Joe Mixon, eight carries for 19, uh, three carries for 15, and just just never could establish the running game that uh, that offensive line, the concerns with the offensive line actually came to fruition for the Bengals, and they just could not establish the run and keep the pressure off of Burrow. On the other side, oh, uh, receiving wise, T. Higgins was six for 83, Jamar Chase six for 75, Tyler Boyd two for 40, and Hayden Hurst was four for 37. On the other side of the ball, <clears throat> Mr. MVP, Patrick Mahomes, on on one leg, he made sure to limp around plenty of times to make to make sure that we knew that he was that he was in pain 29 of 43 326 yards two touchdowns no interceptions had three carries for eight yards and the all-important one carry that uh got got them into well kind of got them into field goal range uh, isaiah pacheco uh so the chiefs also could not establish the run in this one 10 carries 26 yards he did have five catches for 59 though uh, mvs was six for 116 and one Travis Kelsey doing his thing, normal, as always. Seven for 78 and a touchdown for Kelsey. Again, on the defensive side of the ball, that's where the Chiefs, I believe, won this game. Uh, two sacks for Chris Jones, uh, one and a half sacks for, for Frank Clark, uh, a sack for Carl Loftus, and then a half a sack for uh, for Gay in that one. So they just kept the pressure on Joe Burrow. And I feel like even, even when he wasn't sacked, he was... Uh, delivering the ball before he wanted to <clears throat> getting things uh, getting things rushed a uh, lot of controversy in this one you know referees didn't do their best job i wouldn't say a uh, lot of a lot of questionable stuff really on both sides though i mean you come down to it did come down to a, a play that i felt like at the time um should not have been called only 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 now I'll preface this by saying it should not have been called. The flag should not have been thrown for roughing the passer. Only on the premise that it decided the game, plain and simple. You cannot. You the referees cannot. It wasn't. It wasn't flagrant. He wasn't. You know, nobody got. Well, actually, the def- defensive guy got hurt on the play. Not, not uh, Mahomes. Uh, but it was a game-changing call, and you can't. You just cannot make that call. Now, on the other side of it you can't not make the call right uh where well i will say that they shouldn't have made the call you 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 had to make the call it was patrick mahomes come on like like the league's gonna let him get hit out of bounds and not throw the flag anyway and it was it was obvious it was out of bounds i mean it was was out it's just a play that cincinnati you cannot make that play you have to be smarter than that um in in the end it costs them 15 yards moves them into field goal range uh, and they're able to knock it through what would have happened had they not called you know thrown that flag who knows maybe the the chiefs were able to get that yardage on the next play and get out of bounds anyway but they don't have timeouts Uh, butker hasn't been great Uh, he didn't he did knock that one through from 45 but i would argue that from 52 uh, maybe he's not so accurate and maybe we have a different outcome into overtime but that's the way it goes Bengals had their chances they had the ball um, you know granted they had a long ways to go but they had the ball and a chance to uh, to really run out the clock and take it down and get into field goal range and end it themselves and they couldn't do it and so that's that uh, hopefully they learned a little bit of a lesson here uh, the Bengals that maybe maybe going into a game like this you and your fans and your mayor should maybe just shut your mouths and play, right? So one thing that we saw all week long, Burrowhead, we saw, you know, all the talk and all, that. you know, they'd won three games in a row against the Chiefs, and, you know, you you brought it on yourself, right? Just what they needed. They needed just that extra little bit of motivation, and uh, the Chiefs are not a team that needs any extra motivation. They are a great team. They win uh, all their games, and the ones they lose, uh, I think they they didn't lose, I don't think, by more than three points in any game this year. So um, they were the better team. They are the better team. Should be a great Super Bowl. Uh, started out, uh, the, the opening line on the Super Bowl was, I believe, uh, Kansas City by two, and that has already flipped around to uh, being... Uh, Philadelphia being favored by two points, Uh, it's kind of bouncing around that two, one and a half, one in in that area. But we'll probably see some more movement Um, as injury injury reports come come through. uh, Chiefs lost a lot of guys in this game, and they fought through and still managed to win the game. They were down two receivers right off the bat. They were down their best cornerback, um, and they just kept fighting. Kept hanging in there, uh, made the plays they needed to make, and uh, so the Chiefs make it through into the Super Bowl. Should be a fun one. Two weeks away, two weeks away until uh, Super Bowl Fifty Seven, I believe this one is. Hard to believe that, right? Uh, I remember. I'm just trying to think back of when when I remember Super Bowls. Probably you know all the way back into the to the teens. For sure would remember that actually watching those games but uh getting up there getting up there in games so this one will be in arizona gonna be in two weeks we'll have lots to talk about uh leading up to the game as as we always do because you know it's a super bowl all right i think we covered it yeah so 14 days till pitchers and catchers uh still got a lot of coaching moves uh that will be need to be made in the nfl Uh, as as each team gets eliminated uh it brings brings about more guys being available to finish up interviewing and and getting those vacancies filled we'll be starting to talk uh nfl draft pretty soon we're all set i believe except except for the final two spots and that's just a matter of uh you know who's going to have the 31st pick and who's going to have the 32nd pick not a lot of difference there so we can start Breaking that down as we get there. Probably going to talk. Probably going to talk some running backs later in the week. I think uh, probably just going to do uh, today's podcast and maybe a Friday Friday show, and yeah, maybe maybe a Thursday or a Friday show. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but we'll talk some running backs. We already broke down the quarterback position, uh, or maybe we'll talk wide receivers. Who knows? Possibly even tight ends. Hard to say, but we'll we'll get to all of it. And uh, talk talk the rest of the sports as well. Um, things are calming down in baseball in terms of free agency signings. Everybody's pretty well set and in place, and now it's just a matter of getting getting guys in camp and getting things rolling. So, oh, let's break it down. Let's get out of here. I got things to do, meetings to attend, and uh, a Tuesday to get started. So, uh, everybody have a great day. Uh, get your week off to off and rolling. Um, I'm sure most of you already did yesterday so uh for the fantasy blink i am the commission and i am out of here